All right, so while we're waiting on Whitney to come in, okay, so we're going to go to question number three. Um, this is a scenario, and this is a real life. I don't just be pulling this stuff up, y'all. Like, that's why I say this podcast is kind of based off my personal life, you know, a little bit, you know, a lot, actually. All right, the scenario is married but separated. It don't matter how they separated, be it, you know, but they're married, they're still legally married. Um, but a family member dies, and the, the situation was. The guy is married. Oh, there's Whitney. Hold on. Uh, okay, so we're <laughs> okay. So y'all, there's not no delay or anything. Whitney is currently tuning in. You know, um, are logging in. But while she's doing it, okay, so. The situation was there's a married man. There's a married man, uh, but he's separated from his wife. He's still legally married. But yeah. hey, hey Whitney. Hey Whitney. He um he is a family member of his dies, but he want he's taking his uh it was said that it was disrespectful, but he he took his current girlfriend to the funeral. And then the family and the wife got mad because they was like, why would you bring your girlfriend to the funeral when you still married and you know your wife and kids is going to show up? And so I was like, that's his girlfriend. He's grieving. Isn't he supposed to take his girlfriend to the to the funeral? Like, so I'm confused. So like, help me understand. So was the guy wrong? Was the husband wrong for taking his current girlfriend to a cousin's or aunt's funeral? Even though he knew that his wife and children yeah. were going to attend. It was his aunt's funeral or her aunt's funeral? His aunt's funeral. What, what you mean, like his wife's aunt or, or his aunt? Yeah. Oh, oh, guess who's showing up? Guess who's popping in? Nope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Ken! <laughs> oh, but it's, uh... Don't y'all do that. Like, y'all give kid a hard time. Everybody like. It's, um, it's, so it's oh, oh does, okay. Patrice just said how long they've been separated. That's a great question. That's a, That's great, a question. great question. How long were they? How long were they separated? I, I don't know. I'm going to say like a year or so. I'm not sure. I'm so not, they're technically I, legally separated, right? Like. When do, when do you know a black person get legally separated? <laughs> I'm like, hey, Ashley, did you already say if it was his aunt or the girlfriend? Yeah, it, it's his aunt. It's his oh, aunt. His, his aunt. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Okay, so it's his aunt's funeral, but he's bringing his girlfriend his to the funeral. Right. To the and funeral. then, you know, we pay respect, so, of course, his wife, his legal wife and children attend the funeral because they've been married. They've been together for years. So she's going to pay her respect. She know his aunt, you know? So And it's her kid's aunt. It's her kid's Basically, the kid's great aunt. So Jacqueline, you're the guest. So what do you think about that? Who's starting it up? <laughs> I don't know. It just depends on how long they've been separated for one. And then for two, that's his aunt. So he can, you know. Do what he wants. Yeah, basically, but it would be different <laughs> her aunt, you know, but I don't know. I say he was he was 
he had every right to bring whoever he wanted to. He's grieving. You need so you everybody need that person to rub on him. Like it's okay, baby. It's it's our. <laughs> you need that. I'm I'm on the fence about it. Okay, what is it? <laughs> I'm on the fence about it because I feel like if they got mad, especially at a funeral, he had to know that they were going to feel some type of way. And that day, I get that he's grieving and it shouldn't be about them. It shouldn't be about, you know, saying goodbye to the aunt. <sighs> However, it's like, I don't, I don't know. The only, the only thing, the only rebuttal I, I don't know. The only I, rebuttal I would have to that, Courtney, is just like, I think the only, I think that also what we we would have to take into consideration is how they separate, because that could also be the reason why they're gonna be mad at him anyway if he left. Can't hear you. Can't hear me. Yeah, there you I go. You back in now. Okay, I I said that also. I was like, uh, was she the side chick? Was she the mistress? You know, and he was like, he was like, okay. Uh, Damon said, if I'm pronouncing it correct, he said. If my aunt passed, I'm bringing my girlfriend that that I'm serious with to the funeral. I wouldn't even think my ex-wife would come to the funeral, to be honest. I mean, well, she would come. To, you know, Black people, we pay our respect. He's going to come. No matter yeah. if they were actually separated or not. If they yeah. were separated, he, she would still come because that's just how that's just how it works. Like, pay your respect. Married, yeah, imagine you've been married to somebody for 20, 25 years or however long y'all been married. Like whenever you, if you get, if you separate or even get divorced, like it just, it doesn't just automatically cut off. Like there are still connections, kind of like how Ashley was saying about, I'm a, I know this is probably like a little level under, but just like how you were saying how you connected with the guy, his mom, you know, mm -hmm. just because two people separate doesn't mean necessarily that they cut off everybody in the family, especially if they've developed really good relationships with them. So, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising that something like that happened. Now, if it was, something like the wife's the, or the, yeah, the wife's um, aunt passed and he was going to the funeral to show his respect because that was his kid's relative as well. It would be disrespectful for him to bring his girlfriend there. But, you know, with that being his, his own relative, um, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily disrespectful, but again, I also wouldn't be separated with a girlfriend mistress, you know, <laughs> flaunting all around town and doing whatever y'all doing. Like, that's just, crazy but um i mean I, it's just bring what you want i personally don't i don't think it's disrespectful at all i think i think i need to know like i need to know if he knew it was going to be a problem you know what i mean he didn't he said he didn't because he was like he said after the what the repast he said they a couple of the male cousins pulled him to the side say bro why why you brought that girl here you know you don't need to i'm like because i was like what's the problem you're grieving you're grieving, even if it was his side, even if it was his, they ain't together no him and the wife ain't together no more. They right. you know, I mean, it's over with. He with her. He lived I with see, her. See, that's like, my thing though. Y'all are still married though. Like, I mean, separate like I, 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 hey, I get yeah, I just don't I, think I, like, I agree if, with that. If you're I separated, I, I don't understand you're you're separated. But if you're separated, if you stay separated, you got a whole wife. You got a whole wife, I, mistress. Like that's just complicates things. Like people see you around, and you bring in your little girlfriend. Everybody know you was married, and depending on who who you're with or who's talking, it's just like some people might not even know the depths of your relationship. So it's just like, okay, such and such is married, but he brought a girlfriend. Like they probably don't even know. It. 
the whole story, but that just looks horrible to me. Well, my whole thing That's is true. like, and, and I, I totally agree with that. Me personally, I wouldn't have a girlfriend if I'm still legally married, but there's been some circumstances where I've seen, you know, I've, I, I have family members that have been separated and their spouse refuses to sign the papers. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like okay well i'm trying to move on with my life we've been separated for for two you know however long like you not want to sign the papers i'm still gonna move on with my life until we really take this to court so it's always like you said it always depends on the situation as far as that situation i don't see anything wrong with it. you know what i'm saying if you're separated and it's been 365 days okay like they're not together, period. He's living in well, the house no, with the woman. Well, no, if it's fresh, I would be like, uh, like if, if the aunt died and they just separated a month ago, I'd be like, okay, well, then, trip. well then I think that's on the woman then, because back to the previous question, using common sense, right. I would oh, yeah. say if I was the, his girlfriend, I was like, mm, babe, I'll be here when you get back. Like, because I don't yeah. want no problems, you know, I don't, you know, just using yeah. common sense. But then again, also at the same time, I am a woman where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be there for my man. So, you know, I'll just have my little Mason and my taser and my pocketbook, you know. <laughs> Not the taser. I mean, got to light the ass up, you know. But uh, sometimes you do what you just... But, uh, Ken, you're up here. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, with a situation like that, regardless of what's going on if if they're separated and they've gone their own ways then whoever he or she chooses to bring it's not like you know it was something like rsvp are you coming to the wedding or not they're coming to show their respects and once they come and show their respects it's not like they're trying to hang out with the person that they're separated with they with their people and nine times out of 10, they're going to show their respects and leave. If the family wants them to stay around and, you know, hang out and reminisce and stuff like that, that'll be totally on them. But it's like the person that they're bringing, if that person starts to feel a little uncomfortable being there, then it's up to that person to be like, hey, you know what I mean? If you're not feeling comfortable, we can go. But you've paid your respects. That's that's the way I see it. Yeah, that's, what, that's how I was looking. I, I was like, like people with funerals, because you know how you have people, you have, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, or edit me if I'm wrong, you have two types of people that go to the funeral. Three. You got the nosy mo, you got the nosy motherfuckers, slash hungry, you know, and then you got the people who want to pay respects, and then you got the people who, um... You want to see what? if you really did. <laughs> no! No, you got to... <laughs> You got to be who, like, just genuinely there. Like, you know who... Ah, listen, my thing is... Okay, I will say this right here. Using personal stuff. Um, When one of my family members passed, I think it was... I don't know if it was my grandma or my mom, but, like, my brother. It was multiple women there. I'll just say that. <laughs> like, and... Listen... It was multiple women there. He had multiple girlfriends. Or either, like, he had one main girlfriend. But then, you know how, you know how niggas is. You know, he's still dibbling and dabbling with other women, you know. And so, they were feeling some type of way. And I just realized, what, uh, maybe, this is 2020. So, maybe, like, four months, maybe five months ago, my grandma passed in, like, 2017. My brother came over here, and he was like, his current girlfriend, he was like, uh, 
she said you was trying to be funny at the repast. Like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Something about a cake being smushed. Like, I said, you know what? That's why, that's one of the reasons why some people don't even like serving food after to, to, to strangers or whatever after the repast because it just be some funny business going on. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, hold up. So this is what, 20, so three, I said, you want to say something about this three years later? I was like, first of all, I don't even know her. I don't even know her. And why would I smush her cake? Why am I, why would I focus on one of your girlfriends at my grandmother's funeral? Like, so that was one person I'd be like, she didn't even have to come. That's like, and I knew that there were like three women there that was linked to my brother. My God. Three women, but I didn't have to say anything. Like, I'm the type of person where I, I cook, but like to keep my mind off of shit, you know? And so, but my, one of my cousins, two of my cousins was like, they know not to start no shit. Like, they was the bodyguards. They was like, I don't, we don't mind y'all being here. We know y'all knew our grandmother, but just don't start no shit. Won't be no shit, you know? So you got to have like those type of family members, um, which I think he did say that there were some cousins there, not my brother, but the guy who I was conversing with that brought on this scenario. He was like, they was just there for like, oh God, I hope, you know, like female cousins, like just in case if the two women, you know, they could like separate them or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I think I looked at it as like grieving, like whoever you with at the time, if they got that day off or can request that day off, they go to the funeral with you. That's just what it is. So I agree. Mm, all right. So Whitney, have you made up your mind? Like, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Courtney, you made up your mind yet? Like, she need to, she should have stayed her ass home or she could go with her boyfriend. Like, where, where you at with it? I think I decided since it was his aunt. <laughs> you still don't know. What? No, 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 no. I think because because it was his aunt and then plus he, I guess he, gen, if he genuinely did not know it was going to be like an issue. Because I mean, I think maybe sometimes I can be kind of uh, clueless or maybe naive sometimes where I'm like, this ain't a problem. But <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> maybe if if that was the case I think that is it's okay like especially since it was his aunt I think that's what I'm kind of wrapping my head around like it's his aunt he should have the right to bring whoever's going to help him go through it and I think I'm kind of with Whitney when it's like if it was her aunt then that's like probably a whole different story right yeah if it was her aunt <sighs> I, he probably didn't even have to go but then again he should go because he was married to her or either just put some money, put the $20 in the card and, and the sympathy card and just lay it on the table, you know. It's 2021. Nobody ain't doing that. So people just showing up. No, some people ain't even going. Oh, yeah. Oh, because well, they can't go because of the 50, the 50. Uh, no, 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 I'm saying even even if 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 um, COVID wasn't even around right now, you have people that get so detached from that situation that you know they're like okay they passed away i'm i'm not dealing with that family anymore and they just don't go oh yeah that is right that's another topic and i also want to talk about uh cremation and being buried buried i want to talk about it i want to talk about that too yeah I, I really want to talk about that but okay so let's go on to the fourth one um okay so the fourth one is uh uh has been circling around the internet and stuff so if Michael B. Jordan marries Lori Harvey, is that considering turning a hoe into a housewife? 
I got excited about that question. Because you'd be like, well, first off, what makes her a hoe? She ain't no hoe. She's just dating and living her life. But the reason why I say that, and I'm not saying it personally, because I do believe you can do whatever you want to do. It's your body. You can do whatever you want. However, I think what really, I know Future is her biggest, like, blow up. Like, oh, my God, who would date Future? All them kids. But I think what's what's making her considered, like, the whole thing is because of Diddy and Justin. Like, the father and son. Like, who runs through a father and son? Most people are high. Some people are high-fiving her. Like, you go, girl. I know that's right. You know? But Jacqueline, I especially, you go first. What do you think about that? Um... Probably, yeah, but who's to say he's not a hoe either? Because we don't know about all the women that he done slept with. So, well, we, we said that we was like, first off, we just surprised <laughs> that he dating a black woman. So, I mean, because he, he's always true. being, he likes these, Daniel. Don't do that. Yeah, he, he he's a he's a salty really? lover. He does, really? he does. Granted, he likes granted wonderful there's, people. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's possible that he just gravitated towards those certain people, you know, those specific persons but that doesn't we've kind of sprinkled on the topic of where um successful men do gravitate towards those women that they couldn't have or wasn't paying them no attention you know or they couldn't even get to if they was just a regular guy you know but um you know so but yeah can i add um, something else on to that though yeah, yeah. at the past i mean right I mean, who's to say she's... It's kind of her present, though. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, this is, I ain't gonna lie. It's well, kind of well, 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 Jacqueline, answer that question I, I past and present. Can you turn a hoe into a housewife? Yes or no? It's, well, yes, you can. It's, okay. I guess. Yeah, anything is possible. You know what I mean? It just takes the right person to change, and you gotta be Oh, you know, so you just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you could turn a hoe into a housewife, because Think about it. Most of the time, hoeing is based off of t- one or two things: money and love. And most of the time, most of the time, uh, the love part. <laughs> okay, well, pause real quick. Okay, Courtney says she has to leave. So, do you want to drop your your um your opinion, or you just gotta go ahead and go? Can um, you turn hoeing to a housewife? Okay, I'm just gonna leave with this. I don't want to hear nobody's responses because I already know what the guys in the comments gonna say, and I probably already know what Ken's gonna say, and I ain't got time. Um. <laughs> First of all, we don't know that lady business. We don't know if she's been messing with everybody to begin with to call her a hoe. She could just be dating these people. Plus, why are all these successful men still dating her knowing all this business is out there? So obviously they know something that we don't, for one. And they want to try it out. Even if she was or, a or classified as a hoe, I mean, like like Jacqueline said, we don't know all his business. Maybe he just saved them post them. He could just be, and is Michael B. Jordan? He could he has the caliber of women that he could have. Let's be real here. If you want to call her a hoe, we're gonna go ahead and call him a hoe. Let's right, just maybe, be real. So maybe they both making each other. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's been a whore. Of course. Look, I mean he's been he's been named what the sexiest man alive or some shit like that a couple times. I agree with I just Courtney. I just want to I, I, I agree with Courtney. I just, I just want people to stop calling her a hoe because I'm like, y'all don't know this woman's business. And then for all that mess, like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, 
for, for all these men to still be dating her, especially after, because I mean, it's not like they don't see the comments that us regular people out here are saying. But all these right, people court. be saying doing it, and then people still talking, and these men still dating her, and like they know something that we don't. I just, I, I could be wrong. I, could I be think naive, she's, a, I could she's be probably like the sweetest person ever. She, I don't think she's sleeping with all these men. I think she's following her dad's advice. Granted, I don't believe in following Steve Harvey all the time, but I think she's following her her dad's advice to multi-date <laughs> and, you know, do what she got to do. But on that note, I got to go. All right. See, see you next Sunday. See you next Sunday. All right. Bye. Bye. Make sure y'all follow Make sure y'all follow her on um, Instagram, Full Court. C-O-R-T. All right, so let me, let me, say, okay, so like I said, I think the whole thing is like two things, either financial or for love. And most of the time when it comes to the love, it's like they automatically assume those women have daddy issues, you know? So I think it's possible to turn a whore, whore into a housewife if, like, like what Jacqueline was saying, if you could love her properly, him or her properly, and you're giving them what they, you're fulfilling what they were missing. You're fulfilling that void. You're filling it up with the love that they always want or that their dad couldn't provide them or their mom couldn't provide them. Or, you know, sometimes people being foster care or orphans or whatever. I think it's possible to turn a whore into a housewife. Uh, yeah. I mean, really? husbands be whores all the time. I mean, they be in uh, whole marriages and husbands done been ran through. I'm talking the whole community. I'm talking. Mm -hmm. I'm talking nasty. I'm talking all this stuff. And what do some of these women do? They say, oh, you know, I'm going to put that all behind us. This is my husband now. I don't care what he did in the past. You know, that's in the past. And what happens? They leave it in the past and they go on like the happy couple. So I don't understand if even if you did believe that Lori Harvey was a hoe and she got had with all these people. She for the streets. Well, you just you was with somebody from the streets because obviously she must have been from the streets before Future got with her. So now all of a sudden that she ain't with him, she for the streets now. And another thing, now that Future is in a relationship with Des Dior, oh, everybody's like, oh, Future, you know this might be the one. You know she is she changed yeah, a man. You know that. this might be the one for him. I'm like, so Des Dior just erased all the baby mamas and all the kids and all the whole ways that he had in the past just because she might be one of them. So if that was the case, what if what if Michael B. Jordan's if if we want to say Lori is a whore, what what if he just say, well, she had her fun with well, it's time for me to wipe her up and do what I gotta do? Mm -hmm. Moving on. I do believe that people just hate to see like that's why like and you don't i don't want to say they should keep it private because you can do whatever you want to do it's your life but once you like what courtney says because you know she don't like to put things on the internet once you post it you're you're open to the public you allow everybody to, to interject their opinion into your life your life your lifestyle or whatnot um ken what, what do you think about it right no i i, I don't think it's any situation <laughs> where, where she's a whore or nothing like that that's just a label society is putting out there. Look at look at um look at J Lo. Everybody J Lo was where she mm. she married them just so she wouldn't have that type of you know Statement. stuff said about her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when you look at you looking at you looking at successfully rich people, right? And the way that's been modeled, it's been modeled by the soap operas. Shit, the soap operas. You had the 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 daddy dating the lady and then next thing you know the oh, lady yeah. is the, is the, man the circle. 
Yeah, and then she starts to that date damn the once they get up. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Really, it's just a situation where this lady is just living her life. And regardless of who she's been with or what she's done in private, that's totally her business. Um, when it comes down to her and her significant other talking about it, that's on them. You know what I mean? They make their decision to that point. Because I heard one dude doing a skit, right? And he was asking his um girl, like, you know, we you know we've been together for a while. Let's have this conversation. How many people you've been with? And she was like, Well, you asking me how many you've been? He said 50. And so she was like, 50. And then, you know, she she took that. You know what I mean? She took that on the chin, like, oh, okay. But then she says seven. And he was like, Oh my God, seven? Wow, seven. So it's a double standards. It's a double oh, yeah, standard. Sure. You know what I mean? So when it comes down to whatever a person chooses to do prior to meeting somebody else, it's what they got to deal with in their own private life. Okay. Um, Daniel. Um, I wrestled with this question since you sent it to me. <laughs> because because of the stigma that that we're brought up under you know, still does linger in your head no matter what, male or female. It's like, man, she, she's getting into these committed relationships like one after the other, and it's kind of like, okay, shorty, what you doing? But the other side of me is more so like, like Courtney said, we don't know what you're doing. It doesn't necessarily mean your legs is open. You know what oh, I'm saying? I, I don't think that. And I think they, they know they have to wine and dine her first. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for the funniest quote I ever... <laughs> This this I'm probably gonna get crucified for this, but the funniest quote I ever heard is just to answer your question, can you turn a hoe into a housewife? It said, uh, in South Carolina, sometimes you just gotta find a hoe and ask her to stop. <laughs> like <laughs> it's the funniest quote, but there's like some actual truth to that with some people. It is just like you can turn a hoe into a housewife if you do the right things, if you you just are the right person talking about the first question we did. Is there somebody for everybody? She could be looking for that somebody in everybody until she finds that somebody. But you also said on the, um, on Friday, uh, episode, you was like women, sometimes certain type of women looking to be saved though, you know, cause a lot Definitely. of men based, based off what you just said about inside the quote you, you said about, um, South Carolina, sometimes you find a home, you just say, can you, can you please stop? You just know, stop, please. Uh, a lot of guys <laughs> do that with strippers. Like instead of them going in there, letting it be the entertainment, she dancing on. You don't have to do this. He getting all. Yeah, right. He you wanna, you like, don't gotta be like this. Yeah, like. <laughs> Let me take and you he home. She got daddy <laughs> issues, and she want you know. Nigga, she just in here trying to pay her tuition. Like she trying to keep her lights on. Like, I mean, but if you want to take care of that for her, you know, okay, you know, but yeah. So yeah. I just, you know, what I'm saying I ain't now. She, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. I that, think that she whole just thing is gonna be done for a while. That whole turn going to a half-wise is going to be done for it after a while. Yeah, I, I agree, too. I agree. Everybody got to pass. I mean, are, are, are some whole shit. Because even if, like, using what Ken said, the example, like, the guy had 50, but the girl only had seven. That's a big, like, gap. But guys, I want to say it, guys are sometimes so petty, they're going to be like, well, how many dicks you suck, though? Like, <laughs> like you be like, what is... And that's, but it's, that's all, it's just society. And that's the side of me, exactly. like, I hate exactly. to say it, that's I, one of my I don't think it's going to be done away with. Like, guys are going to oh. always, like, compare. Because, like, it's us women that say we're equal and, you know, well, it's a double standard, which it is true. But true. I, guys are saying, 
yeah, but I'm a man. Remember when we had Sean Swamp on? He was talking about the pole, you know, like, you know, yeah, but we can uh-huh. pole down. And, and you're like, yeah, but you still got to enter into that sanctuary. Like, you still got to, like, so I don't think it's going away. Like, guys are going to act like they're up here and they can still continue to do things. And women are down here, you know. That's why I feel like women, we shouldn't settle. Like, no. Yeah. But all right, let's like- to- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and like I said, then it will never make sense to me that the guys that say these things are the most tainted. They want such such sacred things, but they've been with all of these women. But it's just like, oh, no, when I get a girl, you know, she can't. They be can't take through. what she they dish out. The she can't do this. She can't do this. Like, bro, bro, you, a, you not about to take something oh. so pure and tainted and think that's supposed to be the way that it goes. No, you don't get that choice. Like you don't get to say, oh, I want something so pure, but it's okay for me to be all nasty and slept with this person, that person, STD here, STD there, but you want somebody practically a virgin only had one sex partner in a life. Like, what kind and of sense is that? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this right here, thinking. and the reason why and is they start because... talking like, do they be thinking like, does this even make sense what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. The, the, I'm gonna say it. something that all the fellas is probably watching is gonna be like, you telling on us, but we just yeah, can't, we can't take, can't correct me if I'm wrong, we can't take the same type of hurt that we dish out. We just can't. Not. Oh, so yeah, that ain't nothing to the problem is the, the insecurities come from because men have been a whole a whore and them been in all these different things and had their own experiences. Now they're like, man, like I done did some dog stuff. So if I got if I if I meet a woman on that same level, I'd be like, I done did some dog stuff, too. They ain't gonna be able to take that. And you know what? It's I don't just understand. What it is. Guys can cheat so many times. But when a woman cheat one time, and he finds oh, they go out- to cardiac arrest. Yeah, oh my god, I can't believe you did this to me. All I did oh. was jack him off one time, and you're gonna leave me? And you but you want me to be a stepmama to this cross-eyed baby that you had with this bald head? Like it don't make no Ashley. Why the baby gotta be cross-eyed. Don't bring the babies into this. Because the mama was cross-eyed, you know. Oh my god. So I don't understand like the unrealistic pressures that men put on us. They be like, we, they want us to be these precious jewels, you know. They don't want nobody else. To, they want to be like, oh, that's my woman. I ain't worried about that. But yeah, I got to go to Walmart and know that the cashier done slept with you, the bitch in the deli done slept with you, the bitch that's stocking the canned goods done slept with you. Like, I, that's why I, I, I ain't. I, I, I'm telling you, they must think we won't use goods. They must be thinking we okay with just having somebody who. Them being with this person, that person, like, oh, that's like that, like that's supposed to be fine. Like, so you, you know, I have right at this point. I want my men like I want my fruits and vegetables organic. Okay, now I don't want no extra. Like, that's why I'm saying I'll take a mix of mid ugly dude and a cornball. I'll take it because I've been nobody paying no attention but me, probably in a couple because he's a cornball on me. He's ugly. I'm yeah. a cornball and I'm cute. Oh, well, wait, okay, but, now you better say that. That's what I'm saying. But like most women <laughs> want the popular guys, the guys that's on yeah. the rims, the guys that's that's fine, they got the pretty eyes and the good hair. I you know, I don't want nobody with no good hair. I don't, I don't need them problems. I don't I don't need that. Our extra light skin. And I, I don't listen. I discriminate when it comes to fine men. We're not gonna was, get on that. 
Well, that's going to be a whole nother topic. You know, on that know show, that's one topic for the whole night. That's going to be the whole be like, podcast. Who, who want to date an ugly nigga? Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and I bet not have no problems with it either. I don't already told you my thoughts on that. So let's go to the fifth topic because we got um Daniel has to go. Um, He has a, a performance tonight. Okay, well, so- I'm hosting an open mic tonight at Absalom Hookah Lounge in Florence. If you ain't doing nothing, I know you got to work in the morning, but come see me. Absalom Hookah Lounge, West 7th Street, by the uh, right. Palmetto Sub. Sorry, I had to I had to sell that real quick. Plug, yeah, plug that. Matter of fact, you should have put, put that in in the beginning. Plug well, like I recorded the damn thing, but I'm recording now. All right, so the <laughs> fifth and final que- question is kids and sports. I thought this was very important. I don't have children, but I have Can't wait for this that, question. That, that play sports and stuff. So do you think kids need to get a participation trophy. Absolutely the reason, not. The reason why I say that is because and I some people may say we're reaching with this, but I saw where um when you keep giving kids these participation trophies just for showing up, that's something that they were supposed to do. They're supposed to come to practice. They're supposed to play. They're supposed so it turns into uh them being adults and Expect, expect the world as an adult when they're not earning that promotion they're not earning what they want like put not putting in that work ethic so Jacqueline um, what do you think no what are they getting a trophy for <laughs> you, they setting those kids up for letdown because when you get old people not going to give you no trophy just for going, coming to work or you know what I mean so no no let my baby if they lose okay baby be okay you can't <laughs> Come back next year. We're gonna work on our skills and everything. But no, he don't need no trophy. So we need to give a so a participation trophy. Like if you have a team, a foot, I mean a, a football, basketball team, or whatever. So every kid would get a trophy just for being on the team. Just for being there. Yeah, no. Just for showing up. I think that's where the pizza party come in. Everybody ain't getting no trophy. You gonna have your little MVPs and the fastest this and the fastest. Everybody just need to go to pizza hut and get their little gift bags and call it a day they children like you know they just have about the pizza i, don't I mean they just want cheese can pizza. i, can I, I mean as they get older i think as they get older yeah you don't want to give them a participation trophy because uh, as you stated you know when they get older they're not going to get rewarded for just doing things that they're supposed to be doing but i think there's just always levels to certain things you know exactly. you think a little league team you know i feel like even though you have people, I mean, that's like in sports. Even though you don't have people who actually get any playing time when you win a championship, I mean, they still got a ring. Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, it doesn't. I, I feel like if they're younger, there, I don't see a problem with them just getting a participation trophy. I mean, because either way, I mean, they're still on the team. Even if they don't start, they don't play. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're doing something in practice. I mean, I'm pretty sure the, the, the star people have to have somebody to. To, to, I don't know, to run some so, drills so or do what, something at, with, what, like, what so in level? some capacity. What grade level you saying? Um, that, that I mean, the, 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 the little, the little I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. So, like, because, you know, sixth grade is, just, know. is middle school. So, like, third grade. No, no, before be. then. I'm talking, like, when they little, I'm talking about when they little five and five and six years old, like, going on a cramp. Like, I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but, like, when you, I feel like maybe when you get to, like, Mm-mm. Thinking Not- the third grade or something. Can I go next? Something like that. I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. I'm gonna tell you a story. Okay, real quick story. So I was playing pee wee ball. All right, I was still living in the community. Yeah, that's playing. it. When they in them college, I was playing pee wee ball. 
I was playing peewee ball, okay? I was about seven years old. Now, it, it really technically wasn't pig because I was extra fat. So I had to play with 14-year-olds at seven years old, okay? Here's the thing. We went undefeated, right? We went undefeated. I'm talking about I averaged. I was, I was playing good. Everybody was playing good. We won the championship. Get to the ceremony, and everybody got the same trophy as me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Tell me, it, it ain't even about the kids that lose for me. It made me not even want to work hard. Because if I'm, I'm working my tail off to win these games, I'm, I'm averaging like nine to ten tackles a game. Like, you can ask my mom. I had high schools trying to get them to move, like trying to get them to move. And I'm like, bro, if I'm doing all this and the people that win 0 and 12 get the same size trophy as me, why am I working? Why am I working this hard? Wait, you talking about the people on your team? No, I'm talking about the people. Like, she, I think the question is, like, the same people that lose every single game went 0-12. We got 12 games. You ain't won one. Get the same size trophy as me? Get the same trophy as me? No. Uh-uh. I'm oh, working see, my tail off. So are that's, you saying, are you saying if they gave you a bigger trophy? No, they shouldn't get nothing. No, okay. They shouldn't get nothing. That's my thing. Like, because the people that has won has, has are and they're not getting the recognition for their hard work and accomplishments. Not saying that the kids that well, lost see, that's, are not that's getting different. That's, not that's something work. different. Because what I'm thinking about is the people on your team who are just getting something for participating. Of well, course, I don't think the people. It's I don't, I, of course, I don't think if if you're playing, if you're if two teams are playing for in a championship game. One team wins. I don't think the other team should get something just because they played in the championship. But that's what man. happened. Like, that's what happened. Every year I played Pee Wee Ball. We went undefeated every year. And literally, they got the same kind of trophy just with a different name on it. And I'm like, so everybody gets a participation trophy. We didn't even get, of course, like the coach got a big trophy. But what's right. that mean to me? I'm seven years mm-hmm. old. I can't hold it. They ain't going to let us touch it. Uh, you know Daniel, Daniel, how old are you right now? 27. Okay, so I'm, I'm still mad. Twenty years. That, that's what I'm getting at. So, coaches, <laughs> if y'all seeing this, like, change this shit. You see what's happening to this young yeah, man, man? Like, he like, is upset. I am mad. When you sent me this question, I was like, yeah, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I, my thing is this: like, there's been times where we've lost. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I still, yeah, we still got a participation trophy, but it didn't make me feel no better. At least me, because we still lost the game. You know what I'm saying? And for me, like, my dad was like, this builds character. Losing builds character. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what helped me be able to learn how to lose. And I think when you still get rewarded for something, when you lose, what are you learning? It's not building any character for me. That's, that's why I think it's important to not only just to implement that thought strategy in the home but it, it need to be done outside the home as well that's why i came up yeah. with this, this topic and stuff because like you got these kids who are because there's still people who are friends now who play peewee ball together and, and share stuff on facebook and you know the, the memories and stuff you know i think just all around you should still be um, implementing that because like now a lot of kids don't play outside not just because of the weather but they don't play outside everything is like virtual and games and stuff now and so just step back and listen to when a kid loses they tear that shit up they are, oh they throw something there they cuss and they you're like it's just a game like calm down you know 
but they just be all into it. And so, um, because I never forget when my brother, we was playing Monopoly one time and uh landed on my brother landed on some property and then he had, you know, you got to pay. Pay the rent, yeah. Oh my god, he I don't know what happened, but he just uh, my mama tore his ass up and made him pick up every piece of fake money. And she said, You're gonna play again. You're gonna play. She's like, You ain't gonna win every time. You ain't he like sometimes you won't have to pay. You sometimes you got to pay people, you know, but um the main thing I, is for me is just being spoiled, man. That's just yeah, like, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? We quibbling. Different these levels kids. bring out different things. Different levels right. bring out different things. But I still, I just, my opinion is, you just we quibbling kids, man. Like, you know, you know, you go there, and you do terrible. Like, you got to learn how to get better. It's just how it is, and you quibbling them. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just me. You know, I don't got kids, so people gonna be like, "We don't care what you think. You ain't got no kids." But so, what, like, so Whitney, let me ask you this right here. So, what do you think about the the parents that at the field they allow their child to get the participation trophy, but when they get home and or go to McDonald's and they talk about it and they say, "They said, you know, I'm gonna have to take this from you because you did not <laughs> like they take it from them, but they implement that lesson of why." you ain't really deserve this, you know, like, how, what do you think about that? Are you feel like you can have that conversation, but no way, they get, they, cause I know, I know moms that do that, like they'd be like, you're not. So yeah. wait, so they get the kids, the kids get the, the kids get the trophy and they say, okay, yeah, they, they allow the kids to get the trophy at the, on the field at the ceremony. But when they go home, they say, you didn't earn this, take it back. <laughs> yeah. They don't say it like that. They say it in a, 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 momly, a momly manner. They're like, well, you can keep it, but this is the thing, like, you didn't earn it. This is, you oh. need to, they, they implement, like, they teach them Teaching the them how to take an L. Yeah. Because give, basically what it is, moms are saying, moms and dad, well, mostly mom, moms are saying, when you give my child this trophy, you're making them seem like they are a winner. When they're not, they're my not fun. a winner. Right. And so whenever they're they're playing something or putting themselves in that position, they feel like they're always supposed to get, get, get. So they don't know how to lose and be a good sportsman and walk away from them. Okay, well, maybe next year or I need to work harder. Yeah, this is something to keep in mind. As kids are growing, there's always levels of teaching them. When they're, just imagine when you're teaching, teaching them how to write. You're teaching them, your kids how to write. You get, they got A, B, C. They ain't you. They they trace them. They trace in the A. They don't get the A. You that A may look like a freaking I don't know a G or something. But what do you do as a parent? You say, "Oh, good job." You know that doesn't look like an A, but because they put in an effort or whatever the case may be, it you're gonna still encourage them. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna say, "Oh, that was a good job." But when you do your A, you need to make sure you you curve. You need to make sure you make a circle and like you teach them along the way. So I don't think it's 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 necessary for you to one that's 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 putting on two different faces. You gonna get out here on the field and make them feel all excited about getting this trophy and winning, and then they just all pumped up. And then you get home and just I mean, even if it's not in that manner, you right. get home and it's just like, no, you don't deserve that trophy. I'm gonna take it back away from you. You know, until you earn it, then you can get it back. You know, I yeah, just I'd rather don't just not get it at all. Think that's you hey, know, I, I don't. Know, yeah, right. Yeah, just that, don't that, even don't encourage that when you talk about levels like I know sports moms who kids are like in like the the seventh eighth grade that don't take the trophies like they already know because their their parents done groomed them or whatever or educated them rather to know like we didn't so they no I'm I'm okay you know give me the trophy when 
when I when we do make the championship or something like that, you know. So there, so I I've seen witness because like I had cousins, you know, that played soccer and baseball and all the other stuff. But mm-hmm. um, at first when they're younger, little kids when they're cute, you know, they let them keep it. But then as they start growing up a little bit older, they take them to the McDonald's. It's like you know, your McFlurry good. Is <laughs> Happy Meal good? And then they hold the <laughs> you know. And of course, the kid is like, "No, that's mine." I mean, I like, like, I, I mean, and but I now, understand, like, like I said, when they get older, like, yeah, you got it, you got to, gotta, yeah. When you're like, getting older, you got to learn that just, you know, just because somebody gave you a pat on the back, you know, if you ain't put in no work, that you didn't deserve that pat. They might have gave it to you, but you didn't deserve it. Like as you well, get that's, older, that's what I do in my pastime is cool. Yeah. And they start to understand that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be saying stuff and they just wonder, like, dang, you know, my friends got trophies. They mom ain't said nothing. But for some reason, I can't have nice. Like, when they get to the level where they can understand, then I think it's okay for you to just be like, hey, you know, you, you got this, but, you you know, you got to work for it. You know, you got participation, but what did you do? What kind of effort and what kind of work did you put in to feel like you deserve this? And then you can start having conversations with them about that, you know, that type of things. Because at every level, you are building certain skills or, or building certain levels of confidence in them. You know, it starts with, okay, participation. Who knows? Maybe they got a participation trophy. Everybody got one, but they might feel pumped. Like, okay, I might need to do better next year. But then as they get older and realize when some of those, those things are taken away, they start to learn about what it is to have an advantage, be competitive. You need to be better. You know, you win and you lose. If you're not winning, then you're losing. So once they get to that level, then yeah, I, I agree with, you know, teaching them the value of things. And I think sometimes with sports moms or parents or whoever the case may be, just depending on who they are, like they are that hard on their kids. And, yes, you know, although they raise uh, these kids and they and a lot of them become successful based off that, it's just like they have a hard time with failure. And, and I, you know, it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. Sometimes they don't know how to handle losing. And, you know, I understand, you know, you always want to win, yeah. win, win, win. But, you know, when you when you plant that seed when they're younger, just like they're, it's almost like their best is never good enough. Like that really takes a toll on them. And like now they don't know how to lose. And when they, they might be sore. Uh-oh, did we lose her? Yeah, her thing freezing up. <laughs> okay, it's come back up. Ken, uh, what's your, your thoughts on that? And then we're gonna exit out because I know Daniel gotta go. I know Jacqueline gotta go. What are your thoughts on it? Being that you are actually are are, are currently a coach, or did yeah, that's that's what I was I, a coach too. I, just that up. I, co- I coach those <laughs> kids, and the thing about it is, is that when the kids get the participation trophy, it's off of the coach you know, teaching them throughout that season. And with me, I taught my kids how to understand perseverance and mm-hmm. you know how to lose and stuff like that. So if they were things that they showed me and they did it throughout the season, I felt like they earned the trophy because from the first game where they get upset and they cry, and then the last game they actually stay in line and go touch hands and congratulate like oh, the winning team or whatever, they've learned. And, and 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 they've done, you know, they've 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 got that perseverance in them. Um, when it comes down to it, I break it down individually in my little team right. um, thing after the um, end of the season. Whoever was the most valuable player, then the whole teams knows who put in put it in. If there was a player that just didn't really 
meet the mold at the beginning, but they came down to the end and, you know, the team is cheering that one kid on that couldn't shoot a basketball, couldn't hit a baseball, and they cheering them on. Okay, they know that person got most improved and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's up to the coach to teach the kids and also at the same time teach the parents because some of the parents take the fun out of the game. And yeah. we got to keep the kids I with the that. fun in the game. And yeah. when it comes down to the participation on um, trophies, now when you start getting a kid like maybe – maybe 12, 13 years old, now that participation trophy starts to go away because it's more of getting out here and performing more. Now with recreation, recreation is going to be more so on their parents has paid for them to play. And, you know, at the end of it, nine times out of 10, the parents are putting together the little get together to get the kids a little trophy, this and that or whatever. But at me as a coach, I set it up the way I want to set it up mm -hmm. in order to help teach them and, and get them to learn, you know, basically what this season was about. And now if they do it like that, then yeah, give them a participation trophy because they, you, you explain it to them what they learn because each coach should have an agenda on what they want to teach those kids throughout the season. I totally agree with that. I absolutely agree with yeah, that. I, I still would say though, like, cause it's, my my opinion, because I, I I probably haven't been coaching as long as you, but I have coached, and we've done things like that, but it's still not a participation trophy to me. Like every trophy has a specific name, like you said, most improved, most valuable player. Uh, this this player had this many touchdowns, the most touchdowns in the league, uh, in the in the, on the team or something like that. But for the kids that show up and they don't want to do nothing, you know what I'm saying? You're not. What am I rewarding you for? You know what I'm saying? If you're there and you're not doing what you need to do as far as you just going through the motions. Okay. Well, you see, came here. I appreciate that's you for coming. Thing, that, that's where it comes <laughs> in at right there. Just yes. because the parent pays for them to play. And if they're not going to do the things that they need to do throughout the season to help right. the team, that's when I pull parents aside and say, hey, you know what? If they don't want to be here, don't, don't make them be them. here. Because exactly. that's bringing down the morale of the team. So yep. at the end of the season, everybody that gets a trophy from me, they get a trophy because they put in that work. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So definitely agree with that. So we're gonna wrap up this this uh that question. So basically, uh well that topic, no parents, guardians, no participation trophies, perseverance trophies and awards, you know. <laughs> uh break let's break it down, you know, because as you can see here, 20 years later, later, Daniel. I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. And there's a lot of kids that I'm pretty sure got these these behind the scenes stories. Like, where are they now? Where are they <laughs> right. now? Right. Yeah, for sure. But I, I would like to thank everybody. Um, thank you for Whitney for coming on when you could. Um, thank you, Ken, for always tuning in and finally making a guest appearance. You know, we might hey, let me say let me say one thing before you go off of that participation stuff. There was one kid that my uncle and I were coaching. And like I told my uncle, you know, that kid, he was young. He cursed my uncle out. My uncle was ready to kick him off the team. And I said, no, I said, you can't reach every kid. I said, let me deal with this one. And I'm proud to say that this kid has graduated high school, did what he needed to do. And he's now enrolled into the Navy. And that was off of, you know 
sometimes coaches are actually some of the ones that can reach kids when nobody else can. Oh, yeah. That's that's absolutely. I used to tell parents all the time that kids get in trouble and they'd be like, I'm taking him out of football. He's bad in school. And I said, please don't take him out of football. Just let me deal with it. Like, let me, he he gonna crab walk until he cry. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna duck walk until he, you know what I'm saying? Like, we gonna get him right. There was just, I ain't gonna hold you up, but there was one kid that was bad. I'm talking about fighting everybody. He was so bad. Got suspended from school 10 times in one year, 10. Mm. And I, I begged his mama, please don't take him off. Please don't take him off. That boy went from that to A.B. Honor on the next season. A.B. Honor wow. never got in to, trouble. You have to give him something to look forward to. Because sometimes, oh, yeah. like, the academics and the behavior isn't. And that that outlet is for them to get that, you know, I don't want yeah. to hurt my babies, but, you know, to get that aggression off or whatever, you know. But, um, but, um, That's thank a topic, you. though. We can, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm going to go back and watch this and pull from what we talked about but thank you um Jacqueline make sure y'all go like her business page book her for services she is amazing she's wonderful and the prices are great she always running specials so make sure y'all follow her to um see those specials but um thank you Whitney can you say what it is one more time because I really need a face yeah let, um Jacqueline let everybody know it's Queen Narcissus Aesthetics I do uh, please spell that <laughs> Queen and then Narcissus, N-A-R-C-I-S-S-U-S, Aesthetics, okay. S-T-H-E-T-I-C. So, yeah. Can't see that. that was stupid. And she travels, <laughs> and she's licensed, and the prices are amazing. The environment is amazing. Um, I love what she did. Uh, she turned a she-shed into a business like it is oh that so, is so smart yes to so, that it's possible it is like so i just saw i saw something on um online once it was a young kid um well he wasn't a kid he was like a teenager and he could cut hair really good and his mom did oh, the same yeah. thing for him she turned the um she shed into a barbershop so he actually yep. has his own barbershop at home in the, ba- in the backyard in the back and you know that's saving so much money too like you own your own thing in your own area and you can still have your business save on expenses like that's such a smart thing to do yeah yep. the overhead mm-hmm. is like super low super yes low. and yes. i'm in locations i'm in marion south carolina and fayetteville north carolina so okay you better you better do it <laughs> and so um if you wasn't able to catch the um the the spelling all you got to do is just go up there and click on her name and everything is there and then i'm also going to post it on the i've noticed um facebook page so make sure you like that as well thank y'all for um showing up and our surprise guest ken you know um there will be no after show tonight because people got shit to do you know (laughs) we will see y'all next sunday with another special guest and y'all i'm excited about that special guest i'm excited Okay, well, stay on here, Ashley, because I want to. Okay. I'm about to say, I kind of want to know. <laughs> I, gotta, I know I gotta go, but I got. Okay, well, okay, well, let me. Okay, well, bye, y'all. Let me cut off the the, the record. Let me stop that. Let me stop. The-